Hi there. This is Ryan File from the Mail Tribune in Medford, Oregon. You're listening to First Thing, our weekday top story podcast that goes over the day's main headlines. You can listen to past episodes at mailtribune.com slash podcasts or on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. My colleagues have plenty of podcasts of their own to listen to also. There are ones on cooking, local history, economics, the outdoors, sports, and more. Let's get to some news. Here are the top stories for Wednesday, September 19th, 2018. First up, five is usually the magic number for marking an effective bone marrow registry drive, said Danielle Craig, lead organizer for Tuesday's Be the Match Drive. By the end of a four-hour event held in the lobby of the Mail Tribune, however, the nonprofit's donor registry had increased by 18, almost four times that benchmark. What does this say about our community? Craig asked, smiling. Her shirt in big gold letters read, Because Kids Can't Fight Cancer Alone. Bone and blood cancers, the focus diseases of Be the Match, are unique in a few ways. Perhaps the most significant is that they are not only treatable, but often curable. That's just one of many aspects of the disease and donations that people often misunderstand, said Joe Wilson, regional community engagement representative for the internationally recognized nonprofit. Bone marrow donations still conjure up images of long needles and painful recoveries, Wilson said, neither of which are accurate in modern times. Two methods exist for donating bone marrow or stem cells to fight off cancer in a patient's body. Marrow donation does involve general anesthesia, but Wilson said that's because the needle used to collect marrow from the back of the donor's pelvic bone is small enough that any movement could break it. The size of the needle allows it to pass through the bone's porous surface and so doesn't require drilling. Donors are typically fully recovered within two to seven days, according to Be the Match. The second donation method involves peripheral blood stem cells and is a non-surgical outpatient process. The donor takes a drug for five days that increases the number of stem cells in the bloodstream. Those cells are collected in a blood donation style process, the worst side effects of which are usually brief head or muscle aches. We can literally take an engine from one person and put it into a sick person, and they could be like they never knew the illness ever in their life, Wilson said. Something that kills so many people a year, we know we can prevent this by having donors available and ready to go to save people's lives. Signing up for the registry, which involves a quick cheek swab and a three-page form, doesn't mean that you will necessarily be called to donate. The matching process between donor and patient hangs on 10 genetic markers called human leukocyte antigens. Only if a patient and donor match at least eight of the markers, 10 is preferred, will the donor be asked to fully commit to the process. And last up, a white city woman was arrested Tuesday morning on more than 100 counts of mail theft and forgery with an unknown total loss to victims. The Pacific Northwest Violent Offenders Task Force found Amanda Marie Sims, 36, hiding in a mobile home park in the 3200 block of Antelope Road in White City, according to a Jackson County Sheriff's release. She faces an additional six counts of identity theft, six counts of forgery, and one count of criminal possession of a forgery device. All are felony charges. She was booked into the Jackson County Jail on $847,500 bail. A fraudulent check another woman attempted to cash in late June at a White City convenience store first tipped authorities off to Sims' alleged role. After serving a search warrant at her residence, deputies found stolen mail and equipment used to make and alter checks, the release said. Officials believe the stolen mail came from at least 100 victims. Deputies continued to investigate in the weeks that followed and found Sims used stolen bank information to pay bills and received at least $10,000 by cashing or depositing fraudulent checks, the release alleged. 
Sergeant Julie Denny of the Sheriff's Office said that mail theft cases can take anywhere from weeks to years to gather enough information for a probable cause for arrest. Investigations involve bank records, court orders, and subpoenas, she said. Detectives are looking for more information about the case and encourage people who believe they may have been victims in this case to contact them. Sims likely stole mail from mailboxes in the Eagle Point and Upper Rogue areas, the sheriff's office said. Callers can reach Detective Gabe Birchfield at 541-770-8939 in reference to case number 18-12702. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.